Hey everybody, it's Jeff. Before we start the episode today, I wanted to let you in on a special offer from our friends at Church Gear. Now, we know everybody is gearing up for Easter, and our friends at Church Gear have some certified church-owned gear if you need any production equipment for your services. They've given us a discount code that they're only making available through our podcast that'll get you 10% off any gear that you need. The code is MXUEASTERGEAR. So from now until Easter, you can use this code multiple times to get 10% off anything you might need. So go to churchgear.com today, enter the code MXUEASTERGEAR, and get 10% off. We hope this really helps you have a happy Easter. Now let's get to the podcast. You are now entering the MXU podcast. No credentials required. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 103 of the MXU podcast. I'm Jeff Sandstrom. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, Jay is here. And I have Lee Fields as well. But we are thrilled today because we have a whole just gaggle of people. I was going to say gaggle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Lee and Jay and I are here, of course, but we're joined by a well, great group of friends. Where are we? We are in Knoxville, Tennessee with, let's see, who all do we have? Daniel Cannell, Adam Taylor, Marcus Walker, Robbie Kurtz. We are all here to celebrate the fact that MXU is now headquartered in Knoxville officially. We have two of our employees who have moved here, moved their families here, and we've been here to dream and plan and start to really execute what our office is going to be. Yeah. So this podcast episode is basically dedicated to giving people a sneak peek into what they're going to expect to see and experience when they come here. Uh, and and the, the word office is a bad name, I think. No, it's MXUHQ, yeah. baby. I think we're calling it MXUHQ. That's the name. Yes. The mothership. So... And the rest of our team is moving here over the next few months. So everyone's going to be here except the two guys that started this whole thing, which <laughs> that's, right. that's a whole other episode. Um, for the yeah. record, I will not be moving here for all my fans in Atlanta. I will be staying where diversity is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we ask you every couple of days when you're moving here. It's not going to happen. What's more likely, me moving here or you? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I've just yet to find a tikka masala in Knoxville that I like. So, okay. But the great thing is what people are going to experience here, really, you know, it doesn't matter who of us lives here because when they come here, we'll all be here. Right. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So last year, it, this kind of all started with the success of the MXU tour. Right. And we did three of the cities. We did a what we called Teams Day, and it was with audio, video, and lighting. And Daniel Cannell actually stole the show. 100%. It's all right. It was my favorite part of yeah. the whole thing, um, seeing you being able to program lighting as an audio guy. I'm, I'm like taking it all in, like, okay, I haven't learned this much about the thing I've been doing for years and a long time. But the feedback from everybody was that. It was... We decided internally that our tours from now on would only be that day. If I remember right, you decided that on day one in LA. We did. <laughs> we like, Spencer was like our CEO. He goes, hey, this is the future. Yeah. Well, the thing that was so compelling about it was because I've been around tours forever and you see the lighting designer programming and you are in production rehearsals and you see the result, but you never see it happening in real time, in context, after a conversation about the event and the design and the songs and the set list. And then to see all that come together right before your eyes as somebody who's focusing on how can I create an audio experience that fills that goal and hits that target to see each of the other disciplines do the same thing in real time while I'm thinking about the music they're actually executing the lighting design and the camera framing and all that stuff. And then it all comes together. It was like, this is something everybody needs to experience. So are you guys saying we'll never tour again? Uh, Nope. We're getting close to announcing the 2022 tour. So that will be in a few more episodes. However, because we were only going to do the Teams Day when we tour again, we can't not do the original MXU live event with um, audio engineers in a room spending the whole day mixing. 
but we also were looking for a way to add that same experience for lighting and video. What's it look like to get Daniel and Tony Franson in a room on consoles and program all day and learn from each other? What's it look like to get Rusty Anderson and Zach and Jeremy in a room talking about video all day learning from each other? But the other thing is, we, we've been asked over the years a lot, hey, can you come to my church and do a, an on-site one, two-day visit with my team? And the problem for us in that is that we just don't have the time and the bandwidth to be able to scale that. Yeah. So to have a facility where people can actually come and use the space for their team as well, to do a small training event for a day and a half or two days, to have people in their context playing back their tracks with us looking over their shoulders and to get advice on video and lighting as well, it's like total game changer. So it's, it's not just more bigger events. It's also how can we get some of what the all-access experience is, has been like into a local context with multi-disciplines. Right. I just, so that's, this space is going to satisfy all those objectives. Yeah, so let's talk about it very specific now. This will be the, really the first time we've talked about this. So you walk in the door, what do you see? You see a live production environment modeled after a modern-day megachurch. It's not going to have 2,000 seats, but it's going to have the same technology that you would find at any small, medium, and large-sized church in America. Right. Everything from, am I going to go ahead and say some of the gear? Dun, dun, dun. I think we have to. Okay. Because that's what I'm most excited about is our manufacturer partners are so excited about this as well. Everybody that we've talked to has been like, this is brilliant. I want to be a part. There's no way I'm not going to be there. Yeah. So that's been what's most gratifying is everybody else in the industry is seeing the vision and going, people are going to just lose their minds at this space. Right. So I'll start, and then Daniel will talk about some of the lighting stuff, and then we'll talk about some video too. But on the audio front, we're going to have representation from every audio console manufacturer all of them. Right. So, so if your church has a Digico or an SSL or an S6L or an Allen Heath or a LV1 or a wing, a wing or a Ravage. or Vantis or Ravage Yamaha, you can come and we'll have one for you. Right. And we're going to have a full D&B soundscape system. Full 360 degrees total gangster. Let's talk about that for a minute. So the specifics are pretty cool cuz the space is how big? 40, um, 40 it, by 50? Yeah, it's like 3,000 square feet or so. It's yeah. um, 50 feet wide. It's like a 50 by 50 box, basically. Yeah. So it'll be completely surrounded in D&B speakers. The details of that are still coming, but about 24 speakers in 360 degrees yeah. and a handful of subs. And enough subs to bother the neighbors. Shake your grandma's dentures. Good thing one of our neighbors is a CrossFit gym that plays loud music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Um, there's going to be a green room, and there's going to be a master control room, which we'll talk more about that too. So, what I'm excited about the green room is that there's no pastors. <laughs> <laughs> the crew finally gets their own green room, and it's going to be awesome. That I didn't think about that. Yeah, somebody today said we should put up um, uh, a senior pastor only parking sign in the very worst parking space that we have. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> so it's like, we'll put a video director, lighting director, front of house engineer parking on the front row. They get like the employee of the month spaces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Or totally. the, the, you know, expectant mother's parking. You like, you turn on your flashers if you have preschool kids. Yeah. It's going to be, if you're a church TD, turn on your flashers, you get to park right up front. Right. So uh, lighting, Daniel and Robbie, you guys are in town today so that you could see the space because what you guys are doing and partnering with us on is it, it, we could not do this without you. So even when it comes to powering audio and hanging speakers, what you guys are helping us do is accomplishing that. So what are you guys excited about? And for people who don't know Robbie, Daniel, why don't you introduce Robbie yes. so everybody knows who yeah, he is? Um, Robbie has an, an awesome background, very connected to this industry. He's, he's probably the best LD in the house of worship market that you've never heard of. Um, I'll let you tell some of the details. I know some of them, but uh, you didn't get your start with Jesus Culture, but I think that was like a big part of, that's how I met you, was you were Jesus Culture LD for a long time. 
and then you moved through a few different companies. And I'll say this, I'm, I'm going to embarrass you before I let you talk, is one of the things I've loved so much about knowing Robbie, being around Robbie, is Robbie very much started in our market. You know, was very much connected to the church market, has a, has a, a heart uh, for houses of worship, for what we do, for the mission, first and foremost. But, you know, I'd say over the past, it feels like maybe eight to ten years, have kind of worked through some more... Um, you know, secular mainstream level companies such as like, uh, you know, DPS, VER, and now if I got it right, I believe you head up the four wall uh, Nashville office for it, which um, for those, those of you that aren't familiar with four wall, you know, at DC Pro, we're, we're a rental company, but we even still rely heavily on four wall just because of how big they are, the reach they have, the, the capacity they have of we'll leverage them at times when it's, it's beyond something that we can do. And, you know, even if, if we get approached like for a long-term rental with a, um, a church and it's not something we can do, four walls, the first company we always refer to. So did I get most of that right? Yeah. You know, um, yes, actually most of it. Um, so I don't head up the Nashville office to be fair, but I, I kind of did for a second, but, it, but what, um, now I'm really national sales, and business development with a focus in the house of worship market. So that's been um, that's been a lot of fun because it really plays into what you all are doing here. So that's been um, and just really connecting with friends, you know, and building those relationships because it's it's so much fun just getting to hang with guys that are like minded and that that love our industry. So, um, but yeah, so been in the industry for twenty three years and. Um, I uh, started at New Life in Colorado Springs, didn't you? Well, before, yeah, I, I, I did work there. I started in a little lighting company in Fresno, California. Okay. And, um, and then went to trade shows and then television and then mega church and then concert touring. And, and then, um, yeah, now, now I work for Four Wall. Um, I, as, as my children were getting older, I had to, I was really just trying to get off the road. I was doing too much travel. And so now, I'm, now I get to, to, to help the customers who are in the position I used to be in. So. Awesome. And you're helping us with lots of things, mainly infrastructure and all the stuff that you guys do. Right. Fixtures, you're going to have a little bit of everything. It's all the, a lot of it is the stuff that isn't sexy, but is vitally important and gets overlooked so much. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're in a rental space, so we can't permanently affix anything or change anything to the building yeah. until we have a space that we own. So to do ground supported, trust based, Rigging is huge. Well, if we don't have to go out and purchase a brand new truss rig, but can have the support of somebody who has touring inventory that we can, you know, partner with, you know, in the same way that a tour would, it's like, this is what people would see on a tour. This is what they want to see in our space. And we don't have to worry about how are we going to attach all these fixtures permanently to the grid that we can't take with us when we go. It's, it's great. That's the part I'm most excited about with four wall being involved is it's fairly easy to find people that want their moving lights to be seen yeah. and they and can help contribute to this. It's easy to find people that want their, their consoles to be seen and will contribute to find a company that will contribute the cable, the truss, all the stuff that's in the background yeah. that is a lot harder to see and a lot harder for them to get an ROI off of. To me, that shows the heart of four wall and their, uh, just desire to see our industry improve and grow. So, um, yeah. What's awesome is that you're sitting here giving props to one of your competitors, I just want to say. And I know <laughs> you guys don't totally see it that way, and it, it doesn't exactly overlap. However, on paper, you guys are a, a competition at some level. And so just have both of you guys working together because you believe in what we're doing and what the church is doing. It's pretty phenomenal. So thank you. On paper, yes, but there are companies out there that have shown that they are they care more about the industry and growing the industry than they do about, you know, the bottom line in every single situation. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I will pump a four wall any chance I get because even beyond Robbie, the company as a whole has shown they care about our market, they're willing to contribute to it. And, you know, and there's occasionally we 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 run into each other on projects and we've got to compete and um, you know, we're we're all in it to win it, but who, win, who wins usually? You know, th this is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. I, I have lower overhead. <laughs> they have more gear. You know, it really depends. But that, that's where, this is what I feel great about, is if I get beat by a four wall, I know my customer's still taken care of. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Yeah. And you can't say that about everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, one thing I'll say just about four wall because I've worked for DPS as you mentioned, um, and then 
which became VER, uh, and VER was great as well. Um, uh, Four Wall has been incredible in that um, I just feel like for for ch- for the church market for for houses of worship with the the level of integrity and the 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 level of character that we really try and run at, it just goes hand in hand with what churches would expect, you know, and that, that honesty and integrity. And so, um, it's been a pleasure. It means we, 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 with uselighting.com and with four wall, uh, we do a lot of whether it's selling equipment or renting equipment. And, um, you know, Daniel has, he's, his wheelhouse is in a market a lot of times where, you know, we can, we, we wouldn't be able to do the full turnkey thing. Like he's able to handle with his team, like he said, with low overhead and things, but, um, you know, we can support him, to help do what he's doing. And so, so with this space, we haven't said this yet, you know, we're going to be doing lighting events. We're gonna be doing audio events. We're gonna be doing video only events. We're going to be doing just come hang out on our boats, which we'll talk about later. We have multiple boats. That's, that's a funny one. Boats boats. Uh, and boats and boats. We have access to multiple boats. We didn't just go out and buy a bunch of boats. Hey, I was teasing. So people would stick around (laughs) till the end to find out why we have boats. We'll tell you later. But we're going to do things with you guys that are four-wall-sponsored events where we do training on Vectorworks, where we do programming clinics and different things. Or churches come and use our space to program their Christmas show. If they want to come and previs in our suites, they can. Or um, if a church wants to bring in just their team and bring in Tony Franson or Brian Vaughn or Daniel and just do one-on-one training for their team, they can do that too. So that's the stuff we're really excited about. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. I think with with the way the setup is going to be, like you said, it's all state of the art. It's everything that you would want. It's all going to be there, and you'll be able to put your hands on. It's going to be incredible. And even for churches that don't have forty moving lights and you know a couple million dollars worth of gear, what we're going to be able to do in the building, teaching fundamentals, is going to apply to churches no matter what kind of console they have, no matter what kind of lights they have. Same thing for audio and video, right? Right. You, you've said two things there that I want to make sure don't get glossed over. Hey, there's a train. Yeah, there's a train. We're in a loft in downtown Knoxville. <laughs> you've said two things in a row. I want, I want to really accent both of them because I think they're both important and, and shouldn't get glossed over. Um, number one, one of the things we did for the tour, and we did it very intentionally, that you're going to carry over into the space is it's really easy to come in and bring in a ton of gear, you know, leverage our, our relationships with people like Four Wall and Hoover else and go look at all this awesome gear and make it look really cool through that. With the tour, we put together a rig that was priced in such a way that most churches out there could afford it. Right. To the point of going, this isn't just about buying a bunch of gear. This is about we're going to show you how to do the fundamentals, how to do the important stuff with a package you can afford. And this space is going to be the same way. The other thing that that you kind of touched on a second ago that um, you didn't say it this way, but I think this is what people need to take from it. So far, a lot of what MXU has done has been let's show you the way we do it. Right. Let's, let's show you, you know, on the tour, I showed you the way I programmed the lights on a rig that I designed. Yep. You, show, you guys show them the way to mix tracks that you've mixed before. You have, yep. or if it's in. This new facility is going to give a chance for churches to bring their stuff, yes. to bring their tracks, to bring their lighting rig. Yes. With your previous space you're doing, you know, we'll be able to put their rig into previs and then have them work on their rig with professionals programming on on not stuff that they wish they had stuff that they actually have yeah and, and and take that and then i mean it, it could be as much as you know they could bring in a me a tony a, you know somebody you know, with a, the four walls connected with another ld to come set with them in this space build that file in previs program their event in this space and then take that back to their facility yep. and run that actual event right that's huge it's massive so, and the same thing's going to go for video. You know, Jeremy and Rusty and Zach couldn't be here. We tried to get Zach here. We tried. He's on a special weekend getaway with his wife, celebrating Valentine's Day. He needed a break. We try okay. to tell people that work is more important than family and rest. <laughs> and he, he'll learn. One day he'll learn. We'll learn him. That's what my grandpa used to say we'll about learn his him. dogs. Yeah. When they would mess up. I'll learn him. And then he would shoot them. that'll teach you yeah i'm not lying um there'll be an led wall in there we're partnering with roe roe is going to send us uh a nice led wall so we're actually going to do some video content later this year that'll be on our uh subscription platform about how to get your church started with led and roe's going to send us some people from their education team for that so that's going to be awesome 
We are almost confirmed what our camera package is going to be. We're going to have a bunch of Canon cameras. And it looks like we're going to have some Panasonic stuff, some Fuji lenses, Canon lenses. Um, and then Jeremy at Ross has really gone the extra mile. And our entire video backbone and infrastructure is going to be from Ross. If I say too much, I'll say things incorrectly. Yeah. So I'm going to wait. And, and in a second, Marcus is going to talk about what Skylark's doing for us, which... I said that, Robbie, we couldn't do what we're doing without you. We really couldn't do this without Marcus. So. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Basically, what you're saying is I'm better than Robbie. Yes. Mm. Mm. Collective. Mm. I definitely like your jacket. You guys can't see it, but he always looks hip. So. It's true. Got to get that swag. That's right. Yeah. So uh, our job inside of this project has basically been to take all the chaos you've created. <laughs> Dirty work. It is. Yeah. I, I'm good at that. It's like, it's been fun though. It's like all of these manufacturers that I'm blown away with, right? That are providing an insane amount of product. We get the opportunity to figure out how are we going to put this all together in a way that works in the space, but also has to go out on the road, right? Yeah. right. So we have multifunctional spaces inside of the office that can be set up for Daniel when he comes in or a church when they come in. They all have different needs, wants. It's 18 different scenarios in yeah. two For example, days. we've got a video control room-esque space that'll have... Basically, you know, multi-viewers on the wall with a console, sorry, switcher in front of it yeah. where people can learn about video in a control room. But then if they need to go into the main event space and have a training because there needs to be more space, that gear has to be flexible enough right. to move from one room to another. So you've got to have the cabling and the infrastructure and all of the networking right. and all that stuff dialed in to the point where you can just roll a road case from one room to the other and not only be able to have it work, but to have it fit through a doorway. I mean, this is just a Correct. standard office building that we're having to modify. So there's a lot of things that we're, we're not going to do a bunch of demo. We're trying to figure out how to make it work in context. Jeff, you almost sound like you know what you're talking about. Almost. That's about all I know about video. We have to give a little props to Todd. A lot of props. Yeah. Just so a little bit. Who's not Todd? too much. He, like 10%. Yeah. His head gets pretty big. <laughs> who's Todd? This weird dude that works for us. So for the backstory, for those of you who don't know, um, Marcus and several of the Skylark team came out when we first found this space and took a bunch of laser measurements of every square foot of the room and created a model that we can all now work from. So we have an interior designer who's helping us with just the fixtures and finishes in the space so that when you walk in, it actually looks like a cool, inviting space that a church production guy would want to hang out in all day or all week, or in our case, for our guys who work for us, years. So shout out to the Syndicate Society and Carrie Allen, because she is doing a phenomenal job, as always, of creating a space that not only looks cool, but feels great, and it's a place that you don't want to leave because it feels like home. But that also extends to the rest of the building. So we've got a 3D model now that the guys who are doing the truss and the you know rigging and all the stuff and the curtain that needs to sort of create a black box in the space and then office space and everybody's conference room and all the things that need to be done skylark basically did all the groundwork to make that happen for everybody and then from a from an infrastructure design and actual install you know to help us with the labor and to bring in the guys who actually know how to do this really really well so that racks are built to the right spec and that cables are terminated properly and all those things because you know, this isn't just a tour load-in. This is a permanent-slash-flexible-slash-portable space, and it's, it's really impressive. Let's talk about acoustics. Let's do. So we're partnered with a new company. Well, he's not new. He's been doing things a long time. But he is... Have you ever seen the show Chef's Table? Yeah. When I think of this man, and I'm not going to say his name yet because we're going to keep it a secret because he's mysterious. He's a, he's a man of mystery. I don't know if he's an international he man of mystery, but he is definitely a man of mystery. Yeah. He has designed studios all over the world, 
you know, and not just like some dude's basement. Like no, Capitol Records, like big stuff. He's done acoustics in extremely large venues. He's doing stuff in Vegas and theaters. He's like the best of the best at what he does. But he's starting to get into this space a little on the right projects. And the way he does things reminds me of Chef's Table. In that, when you watch that show, I don't feel like you're watching a normal cooking show or a normal food show. Right. It is like art on another level that just so happens to be something you eat. And, you you know, it has a bunch of other people that try to do that. That's the way I feel about him. It's mad science. It's art. It's elegant. And it's... He has made me think about mixing and acoustics in a way that I didn't know was possible. Well, let me add on to that because I have, you know, I've been doing this since, that's by this, I mean lighting, since 1989 is when I like first stepped into it. But I learned early on, I am, uh, you know, we got people like, we we love to hate on Corey, both because of his skin regimen and because he's uh, tri-technical. You know, he, he can do a little bit of all of it. I learned early on, I'm not one of those people. I was built for lighting. I actually, I have run audio before, and to this day, I'll apologize to anyone that heard it. Um, it was it was pretty horrendous. When I met this unnamed acoustician, probably going on two years ago now, completely different project, um, I heard him explain acoustics, and I went, oh, I, I understand that. And I, I'm a guy who, like, again, I've been doing this for... 30 some odd years now, it's amazing how little I know about audio for how long I've been in this business. But this person has the ability to bring it down, you know, I guess distill it to such a understandable context that even people that don't do that for a living can really understand the science behind it. It's pretty cool. His approach is not traditional. Right. It's nothing that you see or experience on a normal basis. Right. It is not just put fuzzy fabric covered it's foam not on the squares, wall. It's squares, triangles, no. and rectangles slapped on the wall. Right. It actually works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what what he yeah. what he and other good acousticians would tell you is that acoustics is not just about absorption. And that's where most people get it wrong. They think if I want acoustic treatment, all I have to do is put fuzzy panels on the wall and it's going to be right. But no, it's a combination of air volume and absorption and diffusion and reflection and reverberation and all these things that most church tech guys just don't don't know. They didn't study it. You don't have a PhD. So don't try to just put panels on the wall and think it's going to be good. Can I take 30 seconds for a soapbox? Hold on. This is going to this is going to require the soapbox music and a segment. So, Lee, tell us about your soapbox. I'm sick and tired of hearing people suggest that churches should over-treat every single surface of the room by a line array, and you can go mix at 90 decibels and it sound and feel like it's 102. Amen. Not true. Correct. And that means you can buy some smaller line array than you would have because the room's so under control. And if you mix with the right amount of compression at 89 dB, it'll be better than it was at 96. I totally Support your soapbox 100%. I will now step off the soapbox. We're going to do a whole episode on that, I think. We need to because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of people just assuming that deader is better all the time. Right. You're in a, That's a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a live space. It should, your, your room should reflect the space itself. You're not in an anechoic chamber. Can I ask a lighting guy question? Yeah. Because this is what I'm passionate about, but I'm interested in hearing audio guys talk about this. I hate it when I hear a church trying to mix their online broadcast like a studio instead of it being a replication of what's actually going on live in the room or even for the visual live stream. I want to see the live stream as it, and have experience it as if I'm a person sitting in the room, not this overly produced broadcast after the fact that is completely unrealistic. I agree. I agree. I don't think anyone here will disagree with that. I don't even think I can add anything to that. Yeah, so everyone stop doing that. Yeah. Well, I don't know that they're making a decision not to. I just think people aren't thinking about it through that perspective to go and make those extra choices. Here's what it feels like. It feels like they go, well, now's our opportunity to fix our mistakes. No, that is the authenticity. Right. This is where I feel like so many church services fail. It's on the authenticity. 
the minute I feel like you've overly produced something, the minute I feel like you are trying to polish it all up and, and hide the mistakes, you have lost me. This is why, the when Coldplay. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, why, why does Coldplay go on Saturday Night Live and not replace their drum sounds and go tune the vocal? They don't because it's live. Because it's live, right? Mm. You know, like these churches with this, like you're saying, we talk the audio portion with replace drums, and they sound freaking perfect. They sound like it's a record, mm-hmm. and it's freaking boring. But it doesn't sound real. No, I don't care if your snare drum's out of tune. That's kind of cool sometimes. And, you know, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but we had somebody on the MXU team Slack last week asking for people to listen to their message from their live stream to get advice on how they could get rid of the room sound in their pastor's mic. And my point was, why would you want to get rid of it? It sounds like the room. People are laughing. People are engaging. You can feel like you're in the space. Why would I not want the online audience to feel more like they were in the room? Yeah. So don't worry about this overly studioized experience because if you're watching what's happening in the room, it's obvious that they're in the room. You've got a wide shot. You've got seating in the shot. You've got a jib shot. I want the people at home to feel like they're in that space. Um, Speaking of broadcast, I'm not changing the subject entirely, but back to the building. Um, We've partnered with Avid. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm happy to. We are going to have a broadcast audio suite with Pro Tools. Yeah. We're going to have a DAW mixing station for churches to come build, not build templates, for churches to come, and we can help you build your broadcast audio file with your tracks Yeah, on a DAW. And that room, that Pro Tools rig is going to be great because infrastructure-wise, it helps us so much because we can use it for track playback, tracks recording, getting audio to all of our different consoles via their Avid Matrix box. It's going to be a game-changer for us because we can then support Maddie, Dante, other formats, AVB, to be able to basically have all the consoles talk to each other. So yeah. if you show up and you have a file for your Digico, we can use our playback rig to get audio to it. If the next guy shows up with a Yamaha, we just switch it, and it's now Dante. It's, it's going to be great. We're working on something with Resi, another one of our great partners. We're going to have encoding and decoding in the building. And I don't think I'm over-promising here. Maybe this will force Resi to make this work. But uh, churches will have the option to give us access to their previous 30 days of streaming where we can get your multi-channel video and 16 stems of audio into our space. So if you come, you can hear what your band will sound like in Soundscape. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Adam, what do you think about that? We have Adam Taylor here from Central as well. Hi, guys. What do you think about that? Just listening. I think that's a really cool concept. You're going to do that. Probably. Um, Not probably. <laughs> uh, you know, even the idea of what you guys have talked about of coming off of the tour last year and, you know, all the ideas, concepts that came to life and now having a permanent space to be able to kind of expand on a lot of that ideas. Of those ideas, I think, is going to be a game changer for so many people, especially the idea of, like, it's it's so different to sit in a room and listen to someone else mix their own tracks or someone else design their own show file with lighting or direct video and taking it back to contextualize it in your worship space is like you know it's so hard to do that for a lot of people so i think this is going to be an incredible opportunity for people to be able to do that and to be able to bring in stems and listen to stuff in you know 5171 yeah. with soundscape is really really cool especially with video totally it's awesome so what else are we missing here on the gear side? Well, let's see. Which partners haven't we mentioned? We have, and I'm excited about this because, and, and this isn't because we didn't think about it or didn't need it or whatever, but we've never had, other than, other than MikeRentals.com, we've never had a microphone manufacturer partner with us right. on really anything. And so we've got... Um, you know, we've just established a great relationship now with Sure and Sennheiser and Earthworks, Mojave, Mojave, and and others because of Mike Rentals as yeah. well. That now we're going to be able to have, you know, wireless microphones, in ears, 
all that infrastructure, all that stuff is going to be just in-house and available for people to experience. So I'm, I'm stoked about that, to be able to have just what people would consider a standard touring drum mic package. Okay, well, we've got this option over here. We've got some you know, pretty esoteric drum mics that you can try out. We can talk about microphones in videos and do demos and recordings. It's going to be great. It's a lot like our podcast setup today where we have four different types of microphones. I know. We're a little hodgepodge right now. All the microphones are still in boxes in the office. I like it, though. I mean, we've got several companies represented, and everybody's going to sound great. Jay and I are also standing on a pile of cables over here. So <laughs> if you hear some crackling in the edit this, uh, from us. This realistic microphone I'm using sounds amazing. Yeah. I was in um, Mexico the other day. And I passed a Radio Shack, and I was with people, but I kind of wanted to go in and just spend all the money I had. They, Do you remember the smell? Dude, the carpet was awesome. The carpet. But they had remote control cars that I always wanted growing up, but I literally just wanted to go in there and buy all the, all the converters Dude, for like buy. However many Y adapters you can right. find. Like 84 bucks, you could clean the place out. Seriously, I was really surprised that there was a Radio Shack. Okay, I do have a list of all the manufacturers that are partnering with us as of today. There, there's going to be more, but... Chave, Fuji lenses, Ross, Canon, Panasonic, Lavo, ACT Lighting, which represents a bunch of lighting companies. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. MA Lighting. MA. MDG Hazers. Yep. Ayrton Lighting Fixtures. Yep. Uh, Chainmaster Motors, I believe. They got some new Rocks LED PARs and house lights out. Uh, oh, what is that new? They got like a follow spot system thing that's out. Uh, the Zach tracks. Zach tracks. Yeah, we, we got to talk about, about Zach tracks. Super excited about Zach tracks. So why don't you explain to everybody what it is and how we're going to be able I to think implement it's, it? We're going to tie this into lighting and audio, but tell them what this is. Okay. Um, I'm about to like completely hand over what was kind of like an internal little company secret, but I think it's worth it for the market. A place that I feel like the house of worship market hasn't really caught on heavily yet is in. Uh, uh, what would be the best universal term for this? Like, like a remote control spotlight situation. So several companies have versions of this. You know, Roby has their um, Robo Spotlight. Robo okay, thanks. I'm sitting there going, I'm a Robo dealer, and I'm about to blank out on this, and they're going to like take away my dealership because I can't remember what the Robo Spot's called. So we've got the Robo Spot. Um, there's the Follow Me system. Uh, way back in the day, uh, Wyburn had one. Um, they were some of the original ones back in the '90s. Yeah, we're going way back with that one. Yeah, they almost worked. It was great. Um, but uh, Act Lighting now distributes the Zach Tracks uh, product, which, so basically, for anyone that doesn't know what this type of thing is, and this, there's a couple different versions of this, not the Zach Tracks version, but there's a couple different versions of this technology. The Zach Tracks version is you put a receiver on the person, and then the lighting fixtures will follow that person. I don't understand why this hasn't caught on more already in the house of worship market right. because the cost of, of using like a Zach Trax system with a couple moving lights is so much cheaper than trying to cover a 40 foot wide stage and even wash by the time you put in even like fixed LED ellipsoidals. Yep. You're, you're saving costs at that point. We have started trying to put this out on projects. And I'll even say we haven't been incredibly successful yet because it's, it's such a, a um, departure from a lot of the ways we've done lighting for video in the church market, yeah. that we're working with Act Lighting already as a company to try and get this on a project to show as a case study. So I'm excited to see MXU start to be able to show this as well because I feel like there's a lot of situations, not every situation, but a lot of situations where you'd be better off by hanging two moving lights off your front pipe yeah. and putting a Zach Trax receiver on your passer and allowing these two moving lights just to follow him, not just anywhere on the stage he goes, anywhere in the room. Right. He goes. Because I'm sure no one listening to this right now has ever had a pastor walk off stage where there's no light. No, that's never happened. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> I mean, they're more active than a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I mean, it's we, crazy. We, uh, You guys, I may have to edit this part out, but we actually gave it its own name. When a pastor does that, we call it, uh, you got verdict. <laughs> he's, he's pretty active. He's a little active. One time at a uh, conference years ago, he decided to... Uh, Preach most of his sermon for sitting on the front edge of a drum kit where I had zero lighting. So yeah, that's where the name. You came don't from. like the kick drum? I love the. I, I don't light it that way. It's a, <laughs> it's it's a piece of scenery. I light it like scenery. Okay, so continuing down the list, Act Lighting that covered a lot. Sure microphones, Resi, Rowe LED walls, Mojave microphones, Sennheiser, Solid State Logic, Avid, Digico. We're getting a three three eight and a two two five. Both are new flagship consoles. 
MikeRentals.com. As always. Oh, gee. At day one, MikeRentals.com. Since day one. Yeah. Steven Aruda, love you, man. Uh, anybody at Mike and Ike, if you're listening, get the man a discount. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, seriously. There's a new up and coming audio console manufacturer that I'm considering using that decided to partner with us. They're called Yamaha. Uh, oh. They won't. They won't be giving us anything until 2027. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Skylark bought a PM5 for us to use. A year and a half ago, and it's been in our possession since. See, then. that's so, why we love Skylark. They're so forward thinking. Yeah. DNB, Earthworks. We've got integrator partners that are always partners with us. Summit, uh, Sardius Media is going to help us out with some stuff on um, the online experience for events. We'll just leave it at that right now. Amplio and then our friends Church Gear are helping too. That's amazing. Will we have movie nights? We have to do something. Oh, yeah. I think like Halo 3. I was thinking more like Three Amigos. Um, so like, you know. Look up here. Look up here. So let's talk about the experience side of things because yeah. we, as much as the gear is cool and we're going to have a great space for training yep. and recording our own content for MXU Team and MXU Now, we also have the ability to use this space for things like our all-access event. Yeah. So when people come, let's talk about other things. You mentioned... Bodie McBoatface earlier. Yeah. Let's talk about what it might feel like for a team who wants to come and do like an all-access event. What yes. kind of water will we serve? Uh, well, I, you know, I was joking earlier when I said, you know, Zach shouldn't be on vacation around with his family. He should be working with us. Right. Well, that's a joke. You know, working and having fun and resting are, they're more than equal. We think having fun is more important than working and learning. Uh, somebody in the team Slack the other day said something about hobbies and I started thinking about it. I'm like, I, I got better at mixing when I started bow hunting. Yeah. Because I had to get so good at archery. You have to spend so much time doing it. It was a release. And then I think I became a better mixer. It's a different kind of focus yeah. that helps you sort of reframe your focus for the task at hand. Daniel only shoots things out of helicopters. I uh, will shoot anything out of a helicopter. We actually, last, it's a long story, but last year we actually shot the helicopter while we were in it. But that's a whole different story. I was going to say with that, I didn't have hobbies until I quit working at a church and quit touring. It's kind of a, that's a whole other conversation. It is. I, have to, I usually have to pay $200 an hour for that conversation. It is. And <laughs> you're, not, you're not saying you need to quit church so you can get a hobby. You're saying it's even more important if you're at church to have a hobby because it can consume you. We should. And, and you know what? I, I should expand on this because the, the thing that could be taken from my last statement that was incorrect is oh, your church didn't allow you to have hobbies. That is an incorrect conclusion. I didn't have my, allow myself to have hobbies right. because I was so committed to what I was doing. In a lot of ways, there's nothing wrong with that at surface level. But I could have served my organization better if I'd had a better life balance through that and had focused more on the, the fun and having hobbies part. But when you're, when you're working for an organization where you believe so much in what's going on and what's being done, it's... it's there's a trap there that you can easily fall into yourself, and it's it's your job to keep yourself out of that, yeah. not the organization's. That's a good word right is, there. Mm, Pastor so, Canal. Because that's, that's so important, we've been spending as much time finding experiences for people to come here and rest. Right. So the, about the boats, uh, we have a corporate boat club membership. where we have Boats and hoes. <laughs> I don't think I can say that. but I think you did. The Step Brothers is my favorite movie. Uh, we have a corporate boat club membership. We have access to, I think it's like 30 boats. Anything from a ski boat to a pontoon. It's at a marina with a restaurant. It's, it's really, really cool. So we can put 15, 16 of you guys on boats and just come hang out. We're Double, a, double-decker tri-tunes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they're pretty great. What kind of party is better than a pontoon party? Is there a slide? There is. There is. There's a slide off the top. Do you guys have floaties? We can get you a floaty. We can okay, get you thanks. some water you wings. Swim. Yeah. Oh, I can. Okay. I float good. Great. Um, and like right now, we're in an Airbnb in downtown in these really cool lofts. They're very affordable. Yes. We're in a four-bedroom. I don't know. It's a couple thousand square feet Airbnb, and it's like 150 bucks a night for. A yeah, but only one of the showers is accessible. <laughs> Marcus and I had to double up earlier for time reasons. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Back-to-back's not that bad. <laughs> it's the best way to get each other's back scrubbed. 
<laughs> Recording in one room is supposed to make the edit easier, guys. <laughs> you have to leave that in. There's no way. Why not? Are you going to leave boats and hose in? No. <laughs> I think I think all this is staying in. Uh, yeah, well, uh, so we found some great Airbnbs downtown. Hey. I'm not just saying this because I'm a local, or I used to be a local. Can, oh, can we talk about how celebrity local you are yesterday? We, well, hold on. <laughs> Downtown Knoxville is turned into a vibe. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you like to have one street in your whole town that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a great vibe. I spent on a rental car last night and was accosted by a guy about a dollar. You're not helping. <laughs> Knoxville is awesome. There's two blocks with shit to do. <laughs> That's not true. But seriously, we went to di- we went to dinner last night. It was actually like it's the moment nobody really wants, but it, it was great because the guy was like Lee Fields. He's like, I saw the name on the reservation list. I was like, Is this the Lee Fields? And in my head, I'm like, What the has Lee done in Knoxville that he's so famous? Turns out he knew whoever that guy was. And then the psalm came out the back, and I doubted the psalm for a second because of the come over. But my man knew what he was talking about. I went to high school with both these guys. That's, Y'all were all in marching band together? We were in marching band together. Were that's, you the drum major? Nope. Huh. I did not have the leadership skills necessary. Has that changed? That's what I was told. I'm not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't counseling, bro. Keep going. <laughs> Knoxville is going to be a great place for people to come and hang. Yeah. That's, that's the, really the story. And yeah. everybody knows we talk about good food all the time. There are great restaurants here now. There did not used to be. Have we talked to the Chamber of Commerce? No. I should probably not go, but maybe Spencer can go. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Um, what else about the city? Well, this is where is this where UT is? Yeah. Well, you can probably come here and watch Alabama beat UT. That'd be great. You probably watch anyone beat UT at this point. <laughs> oh my but you can God. do it while on a boat. Yeah. Yeah, we will be here on Saturdays in the parking lot of the, uh, of the Catholic Church over here tailgating at 9 a.m. every Saturday in the fall. You'll know how to find us. Jeff, how are the sports doing in Greenville? Greenville has a really fun-to-watch single-A baseball team that's part of the Red Sox division. The one thing that I like about it is that the stadium is a full replica of Fenway Park. So That's actually that's awesome. Cool. That is cool. There's a green monster in left field. It's, it's the whole deal. But it, you know, the stands are scaled in such a way. The first time we walked into a game, my wife was like, why is the field so small? This can't be right. And it is a regulation model. I mean, of yeah. course, 90 feet between bases, 60 feet, 6 inches from pitcher's mound to home plate. It's a, it's a baseball field, professional. But because there's so few seats, yeah. you think it's, it's just tiny. tiny. So you're feeling like you're on the field. It's great. Yeah. We have a soccer team, Greenville Triumph. It's great. So, so um, people are probably wondering, when's this thing going to open and how can they be a part? Yes. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we are in the process of obviously based on what we did today designing and finishing out the space which should happen within the next quarter or so and over the summer we're going to move in gear and we plan this is this is a good thing we're not going to announce a date yet but we do plan to have a sort of open house for some local churches in the area to be able to come and just get to know them build a network with relationships uh with tech directors and worship pastors from local churches yep. to be able to kind of get the word out that we're here in Knoxville and we want to help serve them. And then we'll sort of move out from there to yeah. uh, some other events between then and the rest of the year. Yeah. Our goal is to have um, the building up and running by end of summer, and then we'll do our tour in the fall again. We're shooting for September for that, so yep. we'll, we can say that for now. And then October, November, try to do an audio week, a video week, and a lighting week of some sort. Like, yeah. You know, two, three, four days, something like that. So those plans are coming together, and when we're ready to announce those events, you'll be the first to know. Yeah. So, again, I can't reiterate enough how excited we are and how grateful we are to all of you guys and all of our manufacturer partners for helping us realize this dream. Um, one person we didn't list on our list of sponsors is Waves who is also located right here in Knoxville. Yeah. So we're excited about partnering with them as well. I mean, it's just going to be so great. And I'm grateful that the whole team, except for my co-founder, will be in East Coast time. Yep. 
I'm so you're gonna have to get up early every day to keep up with these guys. I was surprised gonna, I texted you your time at like six thirty the other day and you responded. Yeah. You gotta get up and get them kids ready. I'm awake trying to avoid those kids as much as possible. So. <laughs> Gosh, that's I wake up at like six fifteen, six thirty, and I'm like, How long can I lay here awake and no one know? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Everyone listening that has kids does the same thing. Speaking of, how is your sleep going with the MXU seventy five? I'm good on the sleep. That hasn't been a... What's been the hard? Hardest? The water. Right. I feel like a water bag. Yeah. But that's, that's been the comment we've heard from a lot of people is, yeah. I never knew how dehydrated I was yeah. until I started drinking enough water to actually you know, flush things out of my system. So that's great. Now, I will say, over the next couple of weeks... It's going to step up. So for yeah. those of you guys who have thought, ah, this is a breeze, we're just walking and drinking water, that's great. I'm glad you're with us. And we're so glad that there's so many people who are on board with this. The fitness thing and the diet stuff is going to start ramping up, which is great. So stick with us. We're with you. And we're going to, we're going to be sharing some of the struggle too. So um, we're excited to see the results in a few, a few weeks. I don't know if you know this, but... They do make adult diapers, and I'm, I've been peeing the whole time we've been on this podcast. So. I, uh, it's not an issue. Well, I thought that, and I went in somewhere at one point, and I asked them, if, I said, do you guys make adult, adult diapers? And they're like, well, that depends. Uh, oh, my. Uh, is that a dad joke? That's a good dad joke. Good dad joke. I will say on uh, the other stuff, the try to pray meditate spiritual time requires way more of me than i thought it would hmm. on a discipline level the other stuff feels like an easy goal like it's a checkbox almost like i have to do this I have to do this that stuff putting this time aside and then it's not safe for me to be left alone with my thoughts <laughs> like it's that's a scary place i think i think uh i'm a little nervous about increasing that time uh and doing it well if that makes sense so I, I don't do it at home, which I know that sounds crazy, but like I think the getting outside of the house or hotel or wherever I am yeah. is better for me to have conscious alone time. So that's all. That's good. Well, on um, that note, Daniel, Robbie, Marcus, Adam, thank you guys for coming out here. Uh, you know, you West Coasters, that's a, that's a travel day to get all the way out here, so... You said yesterday when you got here, you should have FedExed yourself. It might have been a little easier. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Team Skylark, thank you so much for what you guys are doing for us. It means a lot. Yeah. Robbie, thanks for being here. Daniel, we're grateful yes. for everybody. Thank you. It's awesome. We'll keep you updated. Until then, we'll see you next week. See you. <laughs>